We back in the lab, we making some noise, so go turn your decibels up. Yeah. Black skin, white coat, oh no, who was nice as us? Made Jim really told us no limits, so we about to take this up. Went from mixing in the kitchen to the lab, and now nah, I can make this up. Be side, be scientist, be side, be scientist. We shining a light on the people of color to show them how fly it is. Be side, be scientist, be side, be scientist. We back in the lab with white coats on our back, trying to show what time it is. Hey. Welcome back to the B Scientist Podcast, a podcast by the Black Science Coalition Institute, or B Side. When you hear this noise, that is our in podcast citation. If you would like to see our citation archives, please go to b sciorg B Scientist to see all our citations ever. Um, I'm Jordan Chapman, and this is, of course, Jana Carpenter. And today, we really don't have a topic because we are stress we're stressed yeah yeah it's final season Mm. shout out to all you academics surviving this season maybe some of you are graduating which is exciting congrats congrats we are not however not not yet not not quite there yet (laughs) and i'm feeling it yeah this is the end of your first year right Yes, yes. They said it couldn't be done. And by they, I do mean me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Okay. So many questions. First question might not be a fair question because I kind of know the answer. But how are you feeling about it, Jenna? Oh, yeah. No, I'm upbeat. I'm happy. Uh-huh. I'm excited. Just like kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, guys. That was uh-huh. a late April Fool's joke. Mm. Um, it is currently May 1st. It's May 1st. <laughs> so I am a little late. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm feeling quite stressed, but I do feel like I've learned a lot mm-hmm. this semester and this year in general. But overall, mm-hmm. <laughs> overall, I'd say, you know, I'm surviving and that's fine. Anything in particular that you learned? Yeah, um, I've learned a lot about uh, separation science, which is directly related to how I'll be conducting my research. So I do metabolomics research using uh, liquid chromatography, mass spectrometry, and we also implement um, ion mobility. And so I've kind of just learned how to optimize certain methods that are particular to liquid chromatography. So that's been interesting. I've also done some research with my lab members and we're hoping to get a publication out soon so there's so much to learn though yeah yeah how about you you just finished up your third year right i think so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's my third year i think it, that sounds about right jenna honestly it's hard to keep track after year number one because a lot of it does feel like it's running together but i think you're right i think it, i think it's the end of the third year so it doesn't get better after the first year, is what you're saying? We've had this conversation before. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it gets better. It just does not get easier. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we love a challenge. Yeah. So uh, right. that's fine. I mean, that's that's the truth. <laughs> it does not get easier, it just gets better. Like you learn to deal with more things, I guess. You get you, you just get more comfortable with some of the um the bullshit that's going on and i apologize um but i mean that's what it is or at least that's what it feels like you're just dealing with that all day it's it's just you learn the things that you don't like about 
grad school and academia basically you just see the nonsense you see the good things too don't get me wrong there's good things like i do think if i had more teaching opportunities i would kind of like teaching but the research aspect of it can get a little hairy sometimes just because it is groundbreaking we're becoming knowledge producers and that's the way i keep thinking about it it's just when people are like oh like like when you're watching the news when you're used to watching news you're like oh like some new study came out that said if you drink wine which is not true actually it's it's not going to anyway <laughs> but <laughs> but you know something like that you you're watching news and like there's a new study out we're becoming those people now yeah maybe we'll be on the news one day because it's something we found who knows but it's just like because of that we're in this and we also we also have some landscaping going on so we apologize for any noise you hear in the background but when that happens, it just becomes like you're that person and it's hard to be that person. It's hard to be on that edge because no one's done it before. No one, no one's done it. No one's telling you how to, it's, it's hard and no one's can tell you how to do it because you're the one who has to learn how to do it so you can tell other people how to do it. So it's just. Right. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because I will talk to my lab mates mm-hmm. about, you know, I just read this paper and wow, it's really revolutionary what they're coming up with. How, where do you even start knowing how to do something so different and so new? That I think is something I'm not at all used to or -hmm. comfortable with quite yet. And I think I totally agree. It's just like, you're kind of just throwing darts in the (laughs) dark. (laughs) Sometimes those darts hit hit you back, you know? Oh yeah. That's (laughs) always fun. It's but, called the reviewing process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually in the in the process of doing some corrections on our review mm-hmm. from reviewers, and I I think that's actually something that I would like to talk about because Ooh. I finally started learning the lingo of of how you respond to reviewers, mm-hmm. and really it's just coddling their ego <laughs> is the phrase that keeps coming up from academics, and I love that. Uh huh. And this also is, hate it. <laughs> this is actually new to me because I have not published or been in the publication process. So explain to me what you mean by like calling people's egos. Right. Okay. So you have a manuscript mm-hmm. of all the work you have, you know, your intro, whatever, yeah. experimentation. You submit it and, you know, you're like, I did so good on this. I told there are no mistakes. And then the reviewers are like, mm actually yeah there are so many (laughs) and we hate you also and it's like whoa wait (laughs) i thought i did so good Uh and they're like well this is where you messed up and this is what i would like to see personally just for me because i'm special oh i'm an expert in my field Mm -hmm. do what i say and then so you're like i see you i hear you you're so smart and we (laughs) appreciate your comments and concerns and this is how we've addressed it Mm -hmm. please be happy we want to publish so bad Mm -hmm. and then they're like okay cool (laughs) i guess we'll publish you so yeah i hope that was a a good professional i think you explained it perfectly pretty good i i I, again this is new territory to me too but sure why not yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean it's, it's always weird when like it's not what you think it is you would think it'd be like hey online 17 you forgot to mention that this blah 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 blah, and you forgot to add a period that does happen too okay i've seen that happen too and it i guess it's weird because some journals will require you to publish 
like your what you responded to your reviewers with oh and you sometimes you that's your option if you want the world to see like how they drug you <laughs> but it's just interesting because some some reviewers will be like yeah line 17 huh. could have been better and here's how you could have made it better right and then other reviewers are like you know this one theory that we mentioned back in the 1950s why didn't you mention that i know this is a yeah. modern this is modern or whatever but I like that concept. Bring it back. I could see that. I could see that happening. Again, like I don't have, like, I have not been in, like, the formal review process. But um, from doing GRFP, yeah, I did get, like, some comments back. And then I've written a proposal, and my advisor has kind of looked at it and done similar things. And he's on, like, the editorial boards for other journals like, yeah so then so, you probably yeah. have way more experience than i do i do not you, i mean and by association i feel like those are the same gets the same kind of comments getting back like this is where you need to fix things or whatever no i'm sure it's similar in some ways but like if my advisor sends me something back that's between us but if you use public or if you're trying to publish something and you're trying to get it into a paper then like you know it's it's more of a team effort and that's something that's common in like um the hard sciences versus like sometimes like the social sciences especially um from some aspects aspects of archaeology it's not all aspects aspects but some archaeology is more social science than hard science so that happens sometimes but when it's more of a team thing it's like that's all of you guys riding on that mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of contributed in some way maybe someone did some part of the research maybe someone just typed up the manuscript right. it could be different things but um, when it's just me and my advisor just said, I'm like, oh, here, look at this thing that you asked me to write because it's supposed to be helpful for me. It's, at a certain point, I, and this is not good. And if my advisor <laughs> ever listens to this, I fully apologize for what I'm about to say. But at a certain point, I'm going to go, this is fine because now I've done enough and now I need to move on. And also I'm losing attention <laughs> to this now because i think i should move on and do something else and that happens if you're right if you're doing like a publication that might be put in like an actual journal like that's good for your career like that's a this is going to be your first one that's going to be on your cv it's like oh we should give jenna this job because she published that paper back in 2021 <laughs> i mean i i am only third author so that's not really bad, and yeah like going back to what you were saying a lot of the corrections do fall on like the order of authorship Mm -hmm. but it is still a collaborative effort right so it's like it doesn't feel like everything is just on one person Mm -hmm. so i feel like yeah when when you're getting back feedback on your particular work it can be like daunting because Mm. that's all on you you yeah (laughs) yeah no (laughs) so i yeah no and i feel like in many ways that's much more like research building i don't know because it's all supposed to be like a learning process or whatever and i i don't want to like i don't want to end this on yeah just coddle their egos yeah but also (laughs) yes it is a learning process and yeah i'm respecting that process and stuff so no i get that it is a learning process i mean that's and again that just goes back to it's a learning process it's it's just not an it's it's literally the most difficult learning process you could ever do and i think that is the tar part and it's because it is um it's like being an exposed wound all of the time and you feel it and you're like oh like look at this paper it's good right no you forgot to 
mention 10 hundred things or like even i'm so i'm preparing for comprehensive exams in the fall and doing the bibliography for that and sending that to my committee has been an interesting experience because i'm like i just need to read all this stuff and they're like do you need to read all of this stuff you might know some of this stuff i'm like i know i know some of this stuff i do not know all of it do you think you need to know as much stuff as you're saying you need to know i I, I do think i need to know this and you're it's weird that you're telling me i don't need to know this right or like that i don't need to focus on it as much because it seems pretty crucial to the project and it's stuff like that it's just like you know that's that's been interesting to see literally like maybe like 20 minutes ago i told jenna that i probably do the most (laughs) And this is probably me doing the most, and I'm not going to lie about that, like, because it is, like, a lot of reading to do, and I have to do it pretty much over the next three to four months, hopefully three and not four, but it is a lot, and, but I do think it would make me a better scientist, because I, if there's one thing that I've learned in my trajectory through grad school has been that I would like to make archaeology a little bit more of or at least push some aspects of it into the earth sciences more than what it those aspects currently are because I don't feel like it's enough. And that's because I came from, I also have a geology background and a geography background. And I didn't realize that, and it's kind of crazy that I didn't, but like, like maybe within the last few months, like literally in the middle of grad school, when you think someone should probably notice, but I had somehow had, prepared myself to be an earth scientist without actually realizing that's what I was doing so now that's kind of I just want to keep pushing that bar I guess so it's just you learn new things about yourself and then the things you're doing along the way too yeah it is funny to see things circle back to like oh yeah this is why I was doing this Mm -hmm. like three years ago like it all's making it's starting to click together right but yeah it, it it's kind of a painful process because it's like you're growing pains is <laughs> how it feels, I think. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's It's been a weird year, and I definitely still have so many moments of like, man, I should have known that. Or like, Oh, yeah. Man, I, I should know these things. You That's know? not going to go away. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> I, I love that because I love validating my fears and anxieties. Uh-huh. But yeah, because um, it makes me feel less crazy when they get validated. <laughs> but um, I think what's more important is that knowing that you're not alone mm-hmm. in that feeling and that everyone is truly feeling like that. Because if people weren't, they would already be PhDs and like these renowned scientists who mm-hmm. get Nobel Peace Prizes. Like they would already be there. And, right. You know, we're all still growing and trying to understand where we fit into that whole process. Mm-hmm. So trying to be more patient with myself in terms of like that aspect. Yeah, no, that's fair. I have, I will say, you said something about Nobel Peace Prizes and they mess up too, honestly. Like there's. Yeah. A, there are some pretty famous cases of like Nobel Peace Prize winners in science just being like, do you, what are you doing right now? You, this is not good. Yeah. I think my favorite thing that's happened this semester is we kind of took a part in my omics class. And that was kind of a combination of proteomics, metabolomics, and lipidomics. Mm-hmm. And omics. we just, exactly. It's, it's a great field. I love just saying omics. I'm an <laughs> omics person. But, we kind of completely took apart 
this article, redid their, reprocessed their data and said, okay, did they actually do this to a standard that we would consider Legit. good research? Yeah. Right. And turns out, you know, people just sometimes just, they just don't care. They want the results and they yeah. throw in as much bias as what that as will get them there. People do do that. And that is frustrating because I hope I'd never become that type of researcher. Mm -hmm. But people do that. Jenna's cat is like trying to cuddle right now. Yeah, she so like, needs all the attention. Which is, it's a nice de-stressor, which leads me to ask, segue. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing to like de-stress during these last few weeks as we get into the end of the semester? Yeah, I'm not good at de-stressing in all honesty, but... For my physical stress, which it comes in in the in the form of acid reflux, because that's a thing that happens, grad school. Yeah. That's just like a side effect of grad school. So Tums yeah, has Tums. been great. Uh -huh. It's a nice little treat for your tummy. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> and then actual ways that I've been de-stressing mm -hmm. has been anime because mm. I need that. I need that disconnection. Also, <laughs> I can't believe I never mentioned this, but D&D &D has been great. I love D&D, &D which is Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> uh, for all you nerds out there. But yeah, for anime, I've been watching a lot of Attack on Titan. So just really gruesome, yeah. terrible, gut-wrenching. It's been great. I love it. Dope, dope. I am not a huge fan of anime, but I know a lot of people who are. Dungeons and Dragons is one I've always wanted to get into, but just I just can't find the time. It is, I will say, uh, so many assignments have gone turn, been turned in late as a result <laughs> of me choosing to play Dungeons and Dragons for six hours. No, I mean, so that is a thing. It is not, I, it just, it hurts my procrastination. And so in that case, I understand. <laughs> yeah. But it is fun to escape reality just for a moment. No, for sure. I do play video games, and those are nice escapes from reality, honestly. I can't do... I used to be able to do, like, long ones, like, big open world games, just running around doing a bunch of missions. Mario Kart? I don't have... I don't... I usually don't have Nintendo, so I don't usually play... I, but it is fun. Um, I will say I do like Mario Kart. But, like, I just, I just can't do, like, the big open world games anymore um I, I just i need one that's more st story driven and can be done in like almost like one sitting almost or like maybe like a couple because the ones that get real long i, I just oof i just i just lose track of it i'm like oh, okay this is over now yeah like I, and i'm not a video mm -hmm. games person but i'm guessing like zelda is like one of those types of story building games that are i mean that's pretty long though i, I have heard it's the, i do i have heard of it and i do want to play there's one that's on switch that i've heard is really good but it does sound long yeah <laughs> anything that's like so one thing i one game i've got into is tekken like it's just a fighting game because i can just you could just fight somebody and then leave in 20 minutes <laughs> well you also fight in real well not i mean fight, like, yeah. you're not just out there like throwing hands just throwing hands at anybody i streets. want this phd <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no like yeah so that's a fun one that's like a nice bit of escape escapism because it's just literally like mm, i'll play like a couple rounds i usually don't because i'm procrastinating but 
theoretically I could play for like 20 minutes and then just be done and nothing's changed nothing about the game has changed there's no big boss fight it's just you fight up you fight another character in the game you win or you lose and the game's over basically love that and it's just over like there's no there's nothing else there's there's no like oh so like hey um don't you know that one dude over there yeah he wants you to go over to the ocean and pick up 10 shells and bring them back here so he can make you a shell monster and you're like what's a shell monster and like, oh it's a really big animal that you need to complete this quest that's going to come up in like three more quests i just i just can't do that anymore right or not as much yeah i've heard of people really getting into it's like an island and you just it's very chill and you just you're on this island and people can come visit you oh oh Um, oh animal crossing animal crossing (laughs) that's right that one seems more my speed no that's fair (laughs) i feel like i would get bored with it very quickly i just i'm not a video games person i have you ever played sims back in the day when yeah but like in sixth grade when I wasn't allowed to <laughs> um, and my brother was playing it, I would like, Just yeah, see. you know, every now and then. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like that. I've, I've seen people play Animal Crossing. It, it, it's it's kind of like that where it's just, and, and, and Sims can get boring too. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's, it's one of those, it's like, I don't know. I mean, there's only so many times you can like have a house and mm-hmm. like or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or like drown characters because that's something people do right yeah i've ooh, set people on fire set people no on reason. fire i saw like this blog post about the craziest things people do in sims and i was like what is wrong with you guys? what are we doing like there was one it was one of the darkest things i've ever heard anybody do in, in a video game maybe like because yeah. basically they were like oh yeah so what i did was i took a character i made him really ugly mm-hmm. and i put him in the basement oh and the only thing they could do is paint interesting and but i would lock all the doors they couldn't get out of the basement and they would just paint but huh. there was a family living above them and I would sell the paintings to fund that family's life. Okay. And they had no idea that there was someone living in the basement. And I'm like, this is a horror movie. Yeah. This is no longer a teenage video game. Yeah. No, this is that's, dark. That's bad. Yeah. Um, People do the crazy things with Sims. Yeah, I've heard of the dark lore of Sims, but that's, that is something. Dark. I don't, I don't even know where to go with that <laughs> yeah it is it's a crazy story <laughs> there are a lot more and i'm just that's another one was like someone was like oh I'm, i killed almost everybody in town so i can make a cemetery and i and it's only because i wanted a cemetery and i'm like bro like, just take a walk just take a walk go for a walk <laughs> call your family you know do something see a therapist um, books are cool books are cool <laughs> therapy is an option therapy is an option <laughs> instead of playing sims therapy why yeah, not maybe not you know, even in simulations, don't bury people just yeah. for the fun of it. Crazy. Or do I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're not hurt, hurting anybody besides the simulation, but like, just it's still it's still a little uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's of course that like 
those conspiracy theories like what if those sims are real people right you're hurting real people who are simulations and we're all in the simulation we're all in the simulation i mean that's a legit theory that's a that's definitely like not as much as conspiracy theory like that is a legit (laughs) one that has been proposed before so Yeah. yeah Um, but you did say something about books. That is one thing that I really wish I would do more of in grad. I have tried to write in grad school, mm-hmm. like creative writing, like it makes oh, stories. But like, nice. yeah, I just again, like it requires time and effort in mm-hmm. someone who actually knows how to write. But I mean, you know how to write. Uh, I know how to type. You know, like I can make words in the sentence, form sentences, yeah. and paragraphs, use conjunctions. And I don't know how to describe anything. Like yeah. the water flowed. Like yeah, I don't know how it flowed. Yeah, no, that's definitely not my forte. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like that that would be a really good way to de-stress because I I've been wanting to read more mm-hmm. as well, and um, I've been trying to like talk to my friends about especially like more social justice things. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I just haven't been reading for fun at all. So I do miss that. It just takes a lot of time to read. It it, reading takes time. It's not like like video games or D and D where it's like you just you could talk it out. Mm -hmm. You could just play it out. But reading requires you to be like present in that. If you can't really do much besides just sit there with the book, and it just. And that could be kind of mentally draining sometimes. Yeah, especially when I feel like 75% of our days are spent reading articles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just gets overwhelming yeah. at a certain point. So, yeah. Audiobooks is one that um, is an option. Also, um, podcasts. Yes. Like, um, <clears throat> like Be Scientists, for example. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Everyone, I, everyone I talk to, they're like, have you heard of the Beast Scientist? I'm like, no, I got to check it out. <laughs> so, no, just kidding. Beast Scientist is great. It's a great podcast. You should definitely leave a heart or star on whatever platform you're listening to. <laughs> that would be amazing. Maybe a share or two. Share or two. Or several. Maybe retweet it if you can, if you can figure it out, because I probably can't. Yeah, no, I, I still need to get a Twitter you um, maybe don't need a twitter you know i really don't want one but everyone's do like oh did you see my tweet and i'm like no i didn't <laughs> i did not see your tweet <laughs> 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 like, no i didn't i, I did not see that? your tweet <laughs> <laughs> well, hilarious see your tweet. <laughs> it's the way you said it i'm sorry <laughs> just you, know, you sounded so fed up with it <laughs> Like, honestly, I'm at the point where um, I've thought about, you know, buying those little, like, connections that you have on your glasses so that if they fall off, it'll just hang like a necklace. Mm-hmm. I forget what they're called. I don't know. But that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Just... That excites me. I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to look that up and get that. That's, because that's where you are in life right now. That's where I'm at. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's fair. It's just, I just... It's just it's weird is overwhelming is what it is sometimes. It's just a lot of things happening. It's it's not as bad as it was, say, um, you know, a couple months ago when particular individuals were on Twitter. Ugh. But it's it's better, but it's still also a part of Twitter. You you know, cause there's little like factions of on each social media platform where it's like this is where people talk about anime, mm-hmm. for example. Like 
um chad singleton who's our science communication officer is also really big in anime so you should listen to the square roundtable if you don't already yeah, they have amazing guests mm -hmm. all the time and i'm just like is everyone seeing this how are they getting these guys <laughs> how are they doing this i asked chad that a lot actually he's just like we just reach out and <laughs> just like i mean dope what I a concept <laughs> yeah wow but yeah like um so there's like anime twitter but there's also academic twitter mm -hmm. and that's when it starts to feel like a job again yeah yeah because everyone's still i think what i don't i dislike about academia the most is everyone's always got this facade mm -hmm. of like yeah i totally got it all figured out here see my flowery language this right. is how i can show you that i know what i'm talking about and it's like no you don't mm -hmm. no one knows what they're talking about nope just be chill just chill out but no one no one ever does that yeah it's no i agree it's it's just a lot like i and i think that's i think we do do that to ourselves as academics we just don't know how to turn it off because it to be an academic requires passion in the thing you're studying so it is hard to like i like science so like a lot of the things i also do to de-stress are like science related like if i'm on youtube like i'm probably going to go check out crash course like even if it's just like one episode i might just go check out something and like veritasium i love that one. Oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. and vsauce yes <sighs> i love these also curse Cassassa, and i've talked about it a hundred million times so good but it's though. so damn good but that's not me turning it off necessarily it's it's a way of almost getting there but it's still science related i'm still like involved in the thinking process so it's not like um it's it's i, I could do other things well, I mean, yeah, and my advisor mentions it all the time, but it's like you, you're you learning things to really only know everything about this one niche subject. So I feel like being able to broaden your scope in a way that's like enjoyable for you, I feel like that's amazing because it's always best to be a well-rounded mm -hmm. scientist and not just know this one thing and that's all you've got you know to provide yeah. for society so i feel like it makes you more of a well-rounded scientist i agree in some respects like i do think it it definitely helps i just i just wish i could turn it off a little bit more yeah i mean yeah i, I just need to have more de-stressing things like and sometimes i need you know it's 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 nice to be critical and like scientific, scientifically minded, but it can be as awesome. It's just, you know. Are you still doing kickboxing? Yeah, I do do that. That's one of like, that's part of my weekly routine. I've even tried to start running more. Man, that's impressive. I mean, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want more like encouragement, to yeah. know that you, you're doing great. I do appreciate I it. I <laughs> literally just did a seven day trial at Anytime Fitness mm -hmm. and, and, I went twice, <laughs> oh. which I, I think is pretty good. That's dope. That's pretty good. For Once would have been good too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, but I did end it. I'm not doing that um, <laughs> again. Again. So, but I respect you. Uh, I appreciate it. For like having a routine, a routine, you said? A routine. Wow. It's like. Inspiring. I do think it's fun. Don't get me wrong. And it is like when I was back in Philly was the thing that was like, um, because I would it'd be like, calculus, physics, GRE, I'm tired. Uh, what am I going to do now? I'm going to go punch a bag or kick a bag. And it helped. It's yeah. it's very, it it's definitely gets rid of some um, pent up energy for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 
it, it is a thing to do, but there are other things like just taking a walk. I, I have really liked taking walks around Athens, not necessarily like your downtown for per se, but like just like the trails, like mm-hmm. Sandy Creek um, Nature Center. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really nice, actually. Yeah. I just re- recently went there to do like a little like cleanup thing. And oh, nice. the actual center, if you go inside, mm-hmm. it's so nice. It's, it's cool in there, yeah. It's really cute and adorable. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little mini aquarium. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It, there, there's an aquarium yeah. in there. Yeah. It's like, there's like a bee sanctuarium in there, too, mm-hmm. which is cool to look at from the inside. You're like, because you can kind of see where the bees are like getting into Sandy Creek from the outside. And then when you get inside, you're like, oh, they working. Yeah. The bees working. Yeah. Don't come near me, though, because I don't no. want don't, don't to touch me. Yeah, I don't, I don't want the heat. No, I don't. I know. <laughs> I don't want that stink. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't want that at all. <laughs> but it's cool, you know. It, also, the botanical gardens um, are another place that I really started coming, going to recently. Because um, I knew they were there before, like, COVID and all that stuff. I was like, I'm going to go one day. But COVID happened. I just need to go do some new stuff. And that was a good one. You just walk around. There's nice flowers. You're like, oh, this is cool. And then there's other trails. And one thing that's become, like, one of my new, like, quarantine hobbies is photography. Like, I've been trying to get into it. And I'll – that is a good way to de-stress. For some reason, I do not understand why. But – because um, what I because I was like I want to kind of be like because you know B scientist is actually trying to develop a magazine, um, and because we're trying to develop a magazine, it's like we should probably have some cool pictures on like the front, and it'd be yeah. nice to just have pictures that we can just put up without having to pay necessarily. Indeed. So I was like, I'm gonna try to learn photography so I can help out with that. Um, but then it was like, oh, like how do Nat Geo people take photos? How do other people take photos? And then that led down to like me being on YouTube for like hours, just being like, how do you take photos? Nice. And how do you record video? Because we're also trying to do videos in the fall too. So it was just stuff like that. And that's become one of my quarantine hobbies. And I've really enjoyed it actually. Yeah. You sound like you've been very productive. So that's impressive. <laughs> productive. <laughs> what does that mean? I have not been. Nah. I disagree. I've I've been um, procrastinative. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's that's still a form of of productivity. Okay. In my sure. Eyes. So, still impressed. Yeah. Have you had any quarantine hobbies? Hobbies. Yeah. See that this is actually something I've been trying to figure out because okay. I don't really have any come to think of it but we'll get there someday photography is an easy one to get into because you just need yeah and i've I've honestly been considering changing from apple because i these samsung galaxies like they and this is no promotion unless you don't reach out unless you got money that would be nice Mm -hmm. but man they take great pictures like Mm -hmm. really high quality photos so i've been considering that because i've had my phone for like nearly five years and i do think it's almost time yeah because it will you know how apple is yeah. they just find ways to bug your phone and then it's like oh it looks like you need a new phone anyway but you want to send some money though it's fine we won't say anything exactly else. we will take we'll take money that. we want some money but <laughs> yeah not really i kind of i've really wanted to start doing home brewing um but oh. it is it is incredibly expensive to it's a, an expensive hobby it is i've seen it in action it can be expensive yeah and time consuming yes so 
at some point i would like to do that what are some other like gardening's one that's pretty it's yeah. a kind of a little it's a lower bar but you also need the space yeah i do have a couple plants mm-hmm. that are on the verge of dying mm-hmm. which is fun i think i see them yeah yeah i <laughs> I, th- I think you guys got this just... you can do it yeah I believe I... In you. there's some kind of like fungal infection that's mm. happening but i don't know okay <laughs> um and then i did kill another plant so that was good and <laughs> what else oh, man so much to keep up with yeah it's a lot to keep up with but yeah no mainly i've just been trying to survive uh-huh yeah <laughs> yeah it's okay <laughs> i mean like my hobbies really just come from my adhd it's just really just me just being like oh what i can't entirely focus on this thing oh wait there's another thing over here let me go try that for a sec oh oh there's 10 other things oh, okay let's... that's really all it is that's literally just how my brain works it's just I think it's... that makes you more of an interesting person though because i like one of the because i love tiktok it's such a bad <laughs> habit but no it is you learn but i also so much. enjoy tiktok yeah because and it's just like having a conversation with someone can get so boring unless you have something to talk about Mm -hmm. and i feel like the ability to think about different things be fully attentive to that thing even if it's random Mm -hmm. it still gives you something to talk about in conversation so i feel like it never makes your conversations dull no so i guess that is kind of me i mean i just think about the times we would be um, at CIS and I just come in like and just sit down and be like what's going on with you guys <laughs> oh it's a it's been about an hour I've taken enough of all three to ten yeah. of your time I'm gonna get out of here now <laughs> no that was always fine because I am lazy <laughs> and so that is not a problem okay it makes me feel a little bit better about that thing because sometimes I would I would know that I was like I've been sitting here talking for way too long and everyone's being way too nice. No. Because <laughs> we're all just like, yeah, I don't want to do work right now. No, that's fair too. <laughs> but also, if Alex does walk in, mm-hmm. he should be productive because he... But Alex is great. He's Alex just, is great. He's one of those traditional scientists mm-hmm. who's just like, go, go, go all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, truly an inspiration. He literally fought a polar bear once. So, yeah, I mean, he's Russian. There's that. Yeah. So, I wouldn't think too much into it. It was mostly just my fear of Alex. <laughs> and wanting I mean, he fought a polar I'm, bear. Yeah, I just wanted him to think I was cool. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I did email him recently. He didn't respond. So, but that's okay. He's probably fighting another polar bear. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm totally not taking that person. <laughs> um, cool. I mean, that's really just what it's been. Just this semester and again i know this podcast is a little bit like all over the place today um we do have guests coming up we have a guest coming up in our next episode yeah dr kameen ukaz Mm -hmm. so we're gonna record that episode on may 15th we do hope that podcast interviews become um just a they're going to be here for the foreseeable future so we're excited to meet more people all of our podcast guests have been great up until now and we hope we know that all the new ones will be just as good and not better uh we're so we're super excited for that like i said the magazine is in development that's kind of a big announcement i guess um i don't think we've really talked about that on the podcast but um teller spencer 
who was our secretary when we first found it, um, is now our editor and content manager and officer. And she is spearheading that development of the magazine. And we're super excited because at some point, um, we want to make it open to your submissions. That is you, the listener. If you would like to be in a magazine, you might get that chance one day. Uh, we're still trying to figure out some of those details, but uh, we are very excited about that. The first issue will be coming out whenever whenever we're done with finals, pretty much. Because again, a lot of B-side is made up of grad students and we're all in, We're if we're not in finals right now, we just got out of it basically. So it's been kind of tough to do certain things, but um, we are trying to do that. We And we're really excited about it. We also have been talking to some other organizations about how to make this work. We hope this is another outlet for black scientists and under and other up, underrepresented scientists to have an outlet to talk about their stories and their lives and the things that inspire them. Because I, and part of the reason, like I said, is that I use science to de-stress sometimes and just being on YouTube. It's because, because it's super, super inspiring. And I love hearing stories about people using science to be inspiring. So pretty excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, our guests have been really, really awesome people. And so inspiring, I think, for me, just to see someone on the other side <laughs> of the finish line yeah. who I feel like I can relate to on several levels. So it, it's been really nice. And I, I am so excited to continue to do that mm -hmm. and continue to meet more people. And if you have any feedback for us, that would be really great. Yes. Also. Send us an email at contactusatthebside.org or just DM us on, you know, whatever social media platform you're currently on. And just like, hey, you guys should do this a little better. All right, cool. We'll try. Yeah. And I guess as a final uh, shout out, I want any uh, ladies of the Black mm -hmm. and African diaspora to please register for STEM Noir's 2021 virtual conference. Yes. Today, May 1st, we're recording this. So at this point, abstracts have already been due. Mm -hmm. um, but there is still registration and you can still sign up uh, to be a part of a really important community and, mm -hmm. you know, network with some people. So that's on the radar as well. That'll be in uh, on the later part of June. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for some updates on that on our website as well as at STEM Noir uh, on Instagram and Twitter and I'm sure other social media platforms. Yeah, they have a website. I think it is just stemnoir.com. Um, the conference is at... .org, I think. .org. Mm -hmm. And I think the conference is June 23rd to the 25th, I think. We can we will have the date in um, our citation archives, which you can find on b.org. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah... Um, also, shout out to Dr. Chanel Tawson because she is part of STEM Noir and she's helping to organize the conference. And just general amazing human. Oh, yeah. She's like. a legend. I have, I don't know what else to say besides that anytime we talk to her, I'm just like, legend. Like, that's just yeah. usually the first thing I say. I'm always just like, oh, that's what productivity looks like. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> right. So, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and I've and there are some other dope uh, black scientists um, as part of STEM Noir who are killing it. So yeah, be please if you are interested, uh, please attend that. Also, there will be a Black and X conference later this summer too. I don't remember those dates, but I know it's currently being developed as well. And if you haven't heard about Black and X, please look it up. It is a dope uh, organization that is 
trying to get off the ground. And there's a lot of other organizations that are kind of affiliated and kind of and B-side kind of is too. We're actually helping them develop some stuff. So yeah, go check that out and we'll have more news about that as that comes around too. Yeah. And I guess unless there are any other updates, we just want to thank you for listening. Yeah. We're almost done this semester. So uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us this semester. We probably will take a break in a, a few weeks. Yeah, Juneteenth is coming yeah. up, and I think that's going to be a big celebration for everyone, mm-hmm. and we can all restore ourselves from yeah, yeah. working so, so hard, hard this semester, this year, just in general. Everyone should make sure to just listen to yourself and take breaks when you need to, because that's so important. And yeah, we just appreciate you, and thank you for listening and growing with us mm-hmm. on this journey. And um, yeah, just... Be scientist. Yeah, be scientist. Jenna, as always, thanks for just making this podcast with me. Yeah, no, thank you for also making this podcast. <laughs> cool. So we're going to catch you guys later. And like Jenna said, just be scientist. And we'll catch you next time. Be scientist is a podcast by the Black Science Coalition and Institute, or BSI, a 501c3 nonprofit. B-Scientist is hosted by both Jenna Carpenter, chemist, and B-Sides Research and Development Officer, and Jordan Chapman, geoarchaeologist, and B-Sides President. Music is produced by Delarallo, and lyrics are by Ed Yama. Special thanks to Michael Mike Castan-Marshall and the Plaza Abbey Studios. If you'd like to donate to B-Side, visit our official website, bside.org. That's b-side.org. Your donation supports the B-Scientist and B-Sides other projects. We couldn't do it without you. So... Please tune in next time and always be scientists.